It's time for the reading of the cards. The cards. Okay, so the card for this episode is the Queen of Wands. This represents our fiery energy, our fire intuition, our ability to be strong, independent, feisty, but still creative individuals that have hearts of gold. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. our affirmation and anyone listening, your affirmation for today or whenever you feel down or not inspired is I am naturally creative. So when you feel like you don't have the resources, use what you have and create naturally with the tools around you. All right. I love that. Pull from the universe so you can receive more. And what else are wands? Let's get into wands. (laughs) So wands in the tarot represent action, determination, kind of like goals. And also as far as distance and things, they represent time, space, and I guess swiftness. So when you throw a wand, it goes fast. You just think of it. Or compared to the actual energy when you throw a dart it goes fast wands move fast so if you see a queen of wands or if you feel um like you need to expand and you get like a queen of wands card for whatever type of advice then this is a sign that's telling you that okay it's time to pick up what's within me boost up my self-confidence or whatever way you know how and use what you have to get what you want hmm. Right. Don't underestimate yourself. Hey, okay, man, girl. Okay. And with that, let's get on with the show. Ew. All right. So you may have noticed that our reading of the cards this episode did not come from our in-house Madame LeVay. <laughs> it actually came from our out-of-house Madam Victoria. Victoria, would you like to introduce yourself? Oh my God. Yes, I would love to introduce myself. My name is Victoria. Um, For those of you guys who may be coming from like one of my platforms when I promote this episode of the podcast, you already know that I am a spiritual, well, an ascension advisor. An ascension advisor. And an ascension advisor usually helps with guiding you on your path unlike a spiritual advisor um we just allow you to take on the role or the path in your life that's destined and help it help you to kind of navigate and make it easier for you to live you know because a lot of spiritual advisors tell you look this is the best thing for you but some people are not ready for that at that moment so you still are going to have to experience life so with an ascension advisor you literally are able to navigate through life a little bit easier mm-hmm. without breaking your back That's and feeling right. like you just failed at life because you didn't listen or take somebody's advice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. um, another thing that I would like to introduce about myself is that I am a creative. So my life path number is three. So I have to communicate through art, through expression in whichever way that comes natural to me, which is like creating candles or planting or potting or just making anything from scratch. Yeah. Um, my art page, if you guys want to follow me, is 
Viper Art Life. That is my artist name on Instagram, Viper Art Life underscore. And I have a podcast that introduces a little bit of astrological kind of guidance when you're dating. So the season one is called the All Size Podcast because, you know, the tarot readers be online talking about something. This is for all signs, but this podcast is really going to um, help those people who are new into astrology um, figure out who they're dating and what the person might like based on their, you know, their chart placements, which is basically going to be their sun sign because a lot of people don't know about the rising or the Venus or the moon. But in the podcast, it'll help you to navigate. If you do know all three of those, it'll help you understand the person a little bit more. So we get into their personality traits, their light side, their dark side, you know, what they might like to eat, what favorite foods they have, where you could take them on dates, what you probably should avoid if you don't want to like tick them off and yeah, how their personality might be. So we're doing that and that's it (laughs) for now. It's an honor to have you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Thank you for making that hike. Heck yeah. Thank you for coming. I just love everything that you do. You're so good at everything that you do. Like her art, her tarot. She's a dope individual. So it's an honor to have her on the episode. You guys are going to love her. Let's get to it. (laughs) I'm excited. And now we would like to present a full 90 seconds of fucking rage. ghosted by a fucking Gemini. I wasn't even supposed to be talking to Geminis. I don't know how this fucking happened. Next. My cat has been bullying me all week. I had to put her ass in check, so I bought her a harness and made her sit in one spot with her food and her drink in her bathroom together. (laughs) I got a fucking email saying my lease is being terminated. No explanation, no answer from our property manager. Just you don't live here at the end of the summer. Next. Um, I've been getting cut off in traffic and calling people all types of motherfuckers and bitches because I don't know, my birth control hasn't been working. So (laughs) I had three periods this month. (laughs) (laughs) I went to get my car checked out. It was perfectly fine. I left, told them I might be back and I heard a squeaking noise when I left. So they fucked it up so I could come back. Oh, great. (laughs) No. Um... Zoe, this past episode of fucking Grownish. Zoe, like every episode, but this episode, fucking Zoe, why? I found out right before my therapy session, actually, like when I was supposed to be having my therapy session, that my insurance is not paying for my fucking therapy and life has been beating my ass. So yeah, I have a lot to be rageful about. It's time to get in bed with the signs. Oh, okay. <laughs> time to get sultry with the signs. Excuse me. Sexy time with the signs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so LeMay, tell them what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> oh, me? <laughs> I have to explain myself. Jesus, Um, we're going to be talking about I guess like our experiences with um, the different signs, what we think they might be like in bed, or I guess from personal experience. 
I don't know if um have we all been through all the signs? <laughs> um no. Yeah, probably but not. I like we could at least start off with like our own signs and to back this up for those people who are like oh you don't know i'm gonna go on a credible source website you know one of those venus astrology sites okay confirm or deny oh i like that i like that credible sources bitch we got apa podcast over here oh it's tight (laughs) sure um Virgo's a robot in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Is this based off our sun sign, our Venus sign, our Mars sign? <laughs> we need to I'm talking sun sign, I guess. Okay, okay. Okay. So, according to this credible source, the size and girth of a Virgo is usually petite, <laughs> not the biggest dicks in the zodiac. Girth, girth is proportion wise and it's all right. They That's try funny. their it's okay. It says they try their best to please you. What she said, well, I guess they try their best to please you, but many would describe them as boring, though that is not their dick's fault. Oh, so confirmed. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> Um, let's see. Capricorns, Capricorn men, eh, they like to move you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they like to pose you. They like to, like, be in charge. (laughs) And we're talking about the males. Yeah, so. I feel like the women probably too because Capricorn mm-hmm. is cardinal and they the boss. Like they're the daddies of the zodiac. So mm-hmm. Brie, can we confirm? I mean, uh, <laughs> not necessarily. I feel like a lot of the times, well, with men, I feel that I'm more submissive, and with women, I feel that I'm more dominant so i don't know i mean i guess you can still be the boss while you're like oh you absolutely can (laughs) (laughs) oh you sure can um was that like a good experience or oh no it's great for me like (laughs) (laughs) i've never been there having a slow time All right, so Capricorn, what it says about Capricorns in bed is that if they care about you, they'll try their best. Yeah. So clearly they cared about you in some way. Um, but just like Sagittarius, they're not emotionally involved in the act. So it'll be cool, you know, as far as trying to please you. You know what? You know what? I feel that because that's one thing. Capricorn men do not moan. And... I hate that. Uh, Moving on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Uh, yeah. Oh, right? Gemini's. Gemini been absolutely do. Um, sometimes they growl. <laughs> Love it. Just let me know that I'm doing a good job so I know which direction to continue on. Like, I need positive feedback. Like, heck yeah. So. <laughs> 
with the final results on Gemini. They have a congratulations. You guys are eighth house people. And they're more definitely, more than definitely average most of the time. Some of them have pencil dicks. But in a recap, they know how to please you, but they're sneaky, charming, and sexy, which makes it like fun, I guess. They're so mischievous. And I just, they're sneaky as shit, but it's, it's fun. It's cool for you. Yeah, it'd be fun. Okay, Aries men are great, but they are so clingy. <laughs> they oh, are so clingy. This is coming from a Libra, y'all. So oh, I understand. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> You're gonna have to get away. <laughs> okay, Libras are not like super detached. Maybe a Libra men are annoying. It's Libra crazy. men are the worst. But I I'll say that. Lieberman are horrible. <laughs> they that's wild. Okay. So with Aries, of course, they have... Well, I'm not going to say of course, but I'll say with the Mars energy, Aries and Scorpio have, like, a good rapport. Um, they'll usually either have very short or less girthy, or they'll have big, juicy ones. So mm -hmm. that's okay. usually with the um, sun signs or whatever. Now, if you don't walk to the side after you get done, then that was not the case for you. And the recap is that they are just rough and wild. Even if you don't like it, they will try to force you to be into it. And maybe that's kind of the yeah, no, That sounds too. wild. Okay, so yeah. I won't say that they're like forceful, but yeah, I do like that they're kind of like aggressive. Um, I like that word a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that they're aggressive. Um, and then they—they're even aggressive with their affection. Like Aries women too. Girl. Like <laughs> y'all, like love me. Oh god. <laughs> like okay. Like Libras are like love me too, but we're like love me. Y'all are like love me. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> let me in in our defense. <laughs> let me just say, oh, if sorry. I don't like I you, I will not. Yeah. If you're interesting, yeah. if you have like a good heart, I feel like you're a good person. Okay. Yes, we love each other. I feel like um, my uninvolved areas would be like, yes, you know, you have to love me or whatever. But evolved areas would be like, okay, well, you love me. I love you. Okay, we're loving each other. <laughs> But if anything, if it's not reciprocated with the Aries after they learn or they been through some shit, they're like, mm, bye. You know, like, I'm acting like that should never happen in my fucking life. I'm like, who? What? You mean? No, I don't know. That's it. Oh, man. That's crazy. All right, so we're going to play a quick game of Fuck, Mary Kill with the four elements. Victoria, would you like to start us off? Yes. Okay, so fuck Aries, kill Sagittarius, marry Leo. All right. Why? <laughs> Why? Because Leos are more my speed. I have like a fire chime and I fuck with Leos. I don't really fuck with Sagittarius. They be too much sometimes. They be wild as shit. I feel like not in a good wild. They be extra wild. Hey, <laughs> Brie, Earth signs. Um, I'ma say fuck Taurus, marry 
Virgo kill Capricorn, even though I am a Capricorn, <laughs> but quite honestly, I'm tired of us. And yeah, you know, something needs to be done. That's fair. Virgos are the husbands and wives. <laughs> they <laughs> are the like, yeah, I guess they're marriage material. Mm-hmm. Happy Beyonce. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, air signs. I'm fucking Gemini. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so between marrying, oh my God, I don't think I can marry an Aquarius. I think I would have to kill the Aquarius. I would reluctantly marry a Libra. I think, I don't know what I would Ooh. do if I had to marry a Libra. But you I hate them. I don't hate them. <laughs> I don't hate Libras. I'm a Libra. I think that I'm great. I think that there are plenty of great Libras out there. Shout out to the gang. I just don't know what we would be like in a marriage together. So, or even a relationship together after my experiences. So like, yeah. Um, mm. Mm. But I guess I could try to make it work. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Cause I could not marry an Aquarius, okay? They're so detached. Like, I think I would love an Aquarius. Like I would really like want to be with them. But like, I don't think that like, they're too aloof for me. Like, Ooh, fair. damn, I fair. thought Libras were more indecisive and aloof than Aquarius. Okay, so maybe because I'm so indecisive and aloof, I don't need somebody who's Who as indecisive that? and aloof as. So maybe I don't even yeah. need to marry a Libra. Maybe I will marry that Aquarius, and I'll just Aww. like get used to them being cold and probably cheaters because they like. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Okay. <laughs> Aquarius go listen to this and be like, bitch. <laughs> Let's go ahead and all rate the water signs. I want to kill them all. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, fair. <laughs> but I don't think that's an answer. So she's going again. Yes, <laughs> <Okay>. of course. <sighs> okay. Go so I would fuck Scorp because I think that they're like that Martian air, Martian, <laughs> that Mars air energy. I fuck with that. Um, yeah, I would definitely kill cancer. I guess I'll marry Pi- girl. I cannot marry a Pisces. <laughs> oh oh my God. Yeah. Maybe I would marry the Scorpio. Fuck Ooh. the Pisces. <laughs> kill the cancer. Hmm. Okay. I would um fuck the Scorpio. Kill the cancer and marry the Pisces. Because I'm a Pisces Venus and I understand us to a certain point. But cancer over Pisces for me is just not it. Mm-mm. It's just not it. Breathe. So we're all in, you know, consensus <laughs> that we are killing the cancer. So we can start <laughs> right there. Um, I would... Damn... Do I want to be bored or stressed for the rest of my life? <laughs> uh, I guess marry the Scorpio and fuck the Pisces. Because who doesn't need a little bit of spice? You know, oh, Brie, we met. Oh, wow. Aww, look Aww. at it. <laughs> what are you guys' like rising in your time? And Venus, too. Also, on no Mars. That's just four signs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to know. Because the Vegas are like clingy Aries men. You don't like um, two pe- people who are like, I don't know, too clingy or emotional either. So what I want to know what the comparison with that is. 
Okay, so my moon is in Aquarius. My rising is in Aquarius. My Venus is in Libra. <laughs> and my Mars is in Scorpio. Okay, so this makes sense. <laughs> this makes sense. You don't like clinky people because you are very prone to be touching easily. And that's that's a, that's a gift. Now we got red today. Wow. Really <laughs> oh. ready? That's a gift. <laughs> it's okay. It's All okay. right. So, of course, sun in Capricorn, rising in Sagittarius, um, moon in Aries, Venus in Sag, and Mars in Capricorn. I'm so happy to hear that because <laughs> I love an Aries moment. Okay. The watery energy is just a little bit too much. You know, it's just a little overwhelming. It yeah. can put the fire out sometimes. So I get it. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Now under now we understand why everybody chose what they chose. Yeah, so what's yours? My moon sign is Taurus. My rising sign is Virgo. My Venus is Pisces and my Mars is Leo. Oh, you're sap. So <laughs> <laughs> You're a lover boy, like a big. <laughs> I can I can admit that I have I am in tune with my emotions and that Pisces Venus. Yeah, but with my Mars and Leo, it don't let me get you know treated like a motherfucker sip too much. Cause don't play me, bitch. I can see you. <laughs> Tell them. Hey, hey, you. You ever heard if you build it, they will come. You like movies where God's just a little bit naughty? How about sadistic leprechauns in the hood? Well, it's time for fake pitches for your Hollywood ears. Okay, so boom. Picture an alternate dimension where super capitalism is a thing. So the entire world is like America here and now times 1,000. Science has advanced so far at this point from competition alone that we finally found a way to travel back and forth to heaven. Not only that, but we've actually found a way to turn it into a vacation spot for only the wealthiest elite. Now, I know what you're thinking. God has to have a problem with this, right? And that's true. God is so fucking disappointed in us that she abandons us for another universe to start from scratch, um, leaving us to fend for ourselves and succumb to our greed. In the beginning, we meet our main character, Bridget, a young woman that was raised by her grandmother that has recently passed. But a few days before her grandmother dies, the government led by American President Fauntleroy, announces that there is no more room in heaven and that everyone below the new social class of super very, very rich must either pay for one of the newly renovated vacation spots in heaven, roam the earth in pain, or go straight to hell. By now, you may see where my inspiration was drawn from. Bridget is absolutely disgusted and decides to take on the entire capitalist, imperialist power structure to get her sweet grandmother's soul a spot in heaven 
with the help of her magic meditation and her grandmother's ferocious pet parrot. <laughs> Working title, The Five Real Estate Agents You Meet in Heaven. And pitch. <laughs> You've done it again, bitch. <laughs> Constantly raising the bar for fake pitches for all of us. Just really giving us the best content there is. Going to heaven for vacation, bitch. That's such a good, like... I love that. You know, I just be having ideas with no follow through. So, <laughs> so on that note, if you would like to see something like the five real estate agents you meet in heaven on a screen near you, then go ahead and do the work. Got a juicy idea for a pitch of your own? Maybe a quick ASMR snippet you'd like to hear between segments? You can submit it to us at illcreatives.com slash contact. That's ill with two W's, creatives.com slash contact. And now for the end of our show. All right. And now because we had our 90 seconds of rage, it's time for 60 seconds of decompression. What are some healthy ways that you guys deal with your anger? So I'm big on writing out how I feel and expressing since I do like, I am, I would consider myself a spiritualist. I do like to burn shit a lot because burning for me symbolizes like release. So I write it out. I write exactly how I'm feeling and I burn it and then I regenerate the energy and write how I would like to feel as if it's happening now. So I really instantly get rid of the energy by burning it. That sounds good. For me, I honestly like to sit in my car, grip the steering wheel, put my head down and scream really quick. <laughs> like I try to make sure that nobody is around, but for that second, I just need to get it all out and decompress so that I can go forth in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, I like to cuss <laughs> <laughs> and like rant to myself. Like sometimes if there are people around, like I'll talk to them about it, but I generally like to, you know, just, oh, they really made me mad and let that be it. Okay, another way I do um, releasing is by, and I'm proud of myself for this because I kind of grew. I used to scream, but I don't scream no more. I just look at myself in the mirror and try to figure out how I'm going to make the best out of what has happened. Because even if I say something fucked up, I can't take it back. I already said it. So I got to look in the mirror and see, okay, I'm going to move forward. And I just talk to myself, figure it out. Yeah, so if you're feeling... A little angry these days take some time to yourself and do what you need to do We are accepting SoundCloud rapper boyfriend audition tapes. So if you think you have some hot bars, go ahead and send them to us at illcreatives.com. Hey guys, it's your SoundCloud rapper boyfriend asking you once again to listen to my demo. Hey, hey babe, can you, can you listen to this right quick? Hey, 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 hey
advice from our psychic victoria advice so a general advice for people who are struggling or just feel like times are hard maybe unemployment didn't go through and you thought it was maybe you didn't get your stimmy yeah Mm. maybe you didn't get your stimmy stimmy and they said look we're taking out of your taxes and you have no fucking clue why because everything was good last year for you is to trust whatever the universe brings you and understand that everybody has an ordained path so with the help of your ancestors and just beefing yourself up in the mirror and self-confidence you will actually be able to handle it with ease and receive your blessings without any crazy shit happening Mm -hmm. look at everything as an opportunity the universe has your back Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll be safe.